from Quite the Thing Media. Hello everyone and welcome back to what could be the most stupendous water manoeuvre in history. Uh, I'm Simon, I'm back tonight, uh, Kev's having a wee night off. Glad as ever to be joined by Craig. Craig, how are you? Absolutely stupendous, my man. Uh, good, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself over the weekend. Xander, good to have you back as always. Thanks for having me back, mate. Um, funny that it's the most stupendous water manoeuvre pod ever and Kev's not here. wonder what that says about me. <laughs> indeed, indeed. And stepping up for Kev tonight, it's our first time guest. Ian, Ian, how are you? I'm very good, very good. Nice to join you here. No problem. Thanks for, yeah, thanks for coming I, on. I've, I've already done a review of this for my own podcast, but um, yes. I, it's got, I'm looking forward to talking about that again. Aye, we'll, we'll maybe give you an alternative uh, side Aye. of things, because... We're not usually the best crowd to please, especially Kevin Craig when they're when they're on their high horse. But no, we'll we'll start with WrestleMania 38. Xander, I'll come to you first. You're one of the sort of the newer generation of fans, and I know you were looking forward to the the event and the build up. And it started off with a really good promo packet with Mark Mark Wahlberg hyping everything up, and that I felt that really worked well on the the overall for the start. No, yeah, it, it, it did because um, I, I think I, I think I remember Vago they done it last year. I can't remember who it was with oh. that they used, but um, I believe they done it last year as well. So <clears throat> if, if all these, you know, uh, you know the major pay per views that they'll be put on, if they're just going to have a celebrity coming and do a little voiceover to sort of promote it all, then like yeah, some sort of win win situation there. You're trying to drag in some some casual audiences thinking, oh well, Mark Wahlberg watches wrestling, so I'm going to yeah. maybe start watching it. So no, yeah, uh, that, it, was, it was a good bone package, yeah. It was, it was, it was a good start, and as you say, they, they got straight into the action right away. I think the first match was the the tag title match, Craig, and as we know, it kind of it was it was cut short a bit there. Rick Boogs, um, taking a what turned out to be a torn ACL, I believe, um, his quad completely went as well. So good luck to him and his his comeback. But yeah, you could tell he was, in, I think he was trying to lift them both up at the same time, and the knee just totally went. Yeah, there's only one person carry the uh, two Usos, and that's Roman Reigns. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was ashamed because I, I, the 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 intro combination to get the show on the road with um, Nakamura's entrance, Boogs, and Pat McAfee, who's just gold. Yeah, um, and uh, really, really unfortunate. Um, but yeah, get well soon, Boogs. Yeah, as I said, he's, he's one of those ones that I know he's, he's a bit of marmite, I'd love or hate him, but I know that Kev's not the, the biggest fan, but yeah, I quite like his, his early work in NXT that he'd done when he was Boogenhagen was, was superb, some of the stuff that it was just the sort of music sort of gimmick, but yeah, I mean, it, some people might say it's its old hat now, and we'll maybe come to a wee bit when we talk about Rob and we'll see what Elias has been repackaged as, um, Ian, so yeah, uh-huh. what about your opinion on... Um, Boogs and, and Nakamura coming up well, short. Well, when I was watching this live, I accidentally fell asleep at the start before they had joined the pre-show. The pre-show was that long that I'd fell asleep oh, no. and woke up after I missed like the uh, America the Beautiful, which the guy was kind of rotten at it. And then it woke terrible. up half, at the end of this match. But yeah. I did watch it back. It was quite short to what it was. And it's a shame because he, 
he's a good character and um, I'm pretty sure Nakamura will be a wee bit lost without him. Yeah, that's the one thing yeah. you worry about him if he's going to be now lost in the, the shuffle. I don't know if there's yeah. going to be a draft coming up or whatever. So, yeah, that, that match, I mean, it's what it was. It's Usos, they were never really going to lose, but it was Roman still number one on both brands. So, yeah, they're, yeah. they're sort of solidifying that that bloodline is the, the top sort of stable. Going next match was, it was Big Drew, he was facing Happy Corbin, Riddick Moss, was it Riddick Moss? What's that kind of Riddick Moss? I don't know. Mad Cat Moss. Mad Cat. Uh, he's his assistant, sort of cheerleader guy, and this was just the sort of blow-off we were expecting to, to their feud, Xander. It was um, it was a back-and-forth one. Drew kicked out the, the end of days, and they've, they hyped that up, as we, we know what have talked about, being the first man that kicked out that finisher and, and Drew done it and then pretty straightforward win from Drew there on and I think really this should see Drew back into the main event scene on um, Smackdown over the next couple of months now because he's paid his dues, he's, he's built his way back up the card after the, the pandemic era um, being the face of the company so it's about time he, he starts stepping up again. Yeah, I, I agree. We, we, um, we were having this conversation, I think, before when, because we, we, all, we all knew what the result was going to be with Reigns and Lesnar. Well, you know, we'll get onto that in a bit, but we all kind of knew where that was going. Uh, and we all sort of asked questions of, well, who, who's that guy? Who's the guy to step up and take on Reigns for a bit, leading it, you know, SummerSlam, uh, eventually, you know, Survival Series? Because I, I think we can all agree, really, that it looks like Reigns is going to hold the belt until the Hollywood Mania next year. So you kind of just need those those filler rivalries. And yeah, I, I think McIntyre's your next guy. Um, because he's been, he's been wrestling Happy Corbin about four years now, so probably time to give him something new. But I, actually, to be honest, I, I thought this match was was all right. It give um, give McIntyre and Corbin like a, a good couple of minutes to wrestle. They're going to put on a, a decent match. I mean, you, you read reports from like the the live shows of the Tenny put on like match of the night because they just have a lot of fun with it. So um, yeah, give them a couple of minutes on on the main stage and and they'll put on something at least. Was indeed. Craig, we'll come to you on this next match. Um, the Miz and Logan Paul against the Mysterios. I'm not, not certainly young enough now to understand this whole Logan Paul furore and how he's such a great social media personality. So I'll let you take it away on him. What's your feeling on that match? I mean, it looked an OK match on paper. It's just obviously it's a guy that shouldn't have any place in the WWE, really. Dude, I'm, I'm older than you, so if you don't get it, no <laughs> chance. Um yeah, for all intents and purposes, he's a one of the celebs that's came in and you know applied himself. It's it's certainly not snooky in um, 2011 levels. Um, he seems committed to it, but the thing is, I think we're going to get another match out of him now as well at SummerSlam. But it looks about against. Yeah, right, the question is, who do you dislike more, Miz, that I'm just absolutely sick of, or? Um, Logan Paul with his $3.8 million Pokemon card around his neck. Yeah. Um, in my day, they used to just have a big belt with dollar signs on it. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> getting old. Um, yeah, so, looks like looks like he's here to stay, especially today when you do an interview with Nick Khan says that WWE go and approach him to be part of the show. Yeah, I know that Nick Khan seems to have these fingers firmly in the pie now. Um, he seems to be a lot of influence at the top level in WWE and certainly you could feel it through quite certain times in the this match and just random the celebrity stuff as well. But 
that's the kind of filler matches out the way. Obviously, we know that um, the Miz, they, they won that match and then Miz turned on them at the end. So we kind of come to the sort of main events now. Before I do that, I'll come to you, Craig, as well. There was What I noticed is during the night as it was going on, the comments are coming in from fancy. This is actually a decent show. It's, it's a past expectation so far. So I knew that at that point that I was going to go and look at the Twitter feed of Dave Meltzer because I knew that he would be looking for ways to shit all over it because basically he's, he's on the take for AEW most of the time. It's, I like AEW, but Meltzer just takes it to new extremes. He's so, his lack of self-awareness is just unbelievable. And there was a number of times throughout this event that you could see it and the meltdown was coming. <laughs> Oh, I know. Um, if um, AEW have one more five-star rated match, they'll tie the WWE for um, th- that rating. So, I mean, three years to versus 40. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, he's, he's actually all right up until this point. Um, opening match, Usos retained. Boogs was injured. They gave Nakamura a 3D and pinned him far less than if those two were in a SmackDown TV match. Then you've got the usual speculation of, you know, maybe they're killing time. Yeah, that's when I noticed he's starting to, he's making assumptions and that's when I knew he was starting to lose it a bit. Yeah, Uh, that that one was quite cool. Um, not nothing really major, but the McIntyre one. Oh, apparently, um, Mysterio's versus Miz and Logan Paul was a very good match. Mm. Um, Logan Paul looked great for a first match. Miz then gave Paul the skull crushing finale. The crowd cheered Miz for doing <laughs> so. It sometimes goes in long and states the obvious. Um, so yeah, that that was the first couple of observations from, from Meltzer so far. But yeah, as we, as the pod goes, you'll. We'll see his descent uh, start there and over the next the next night as well because he, he does start um, losing the plot quite quickly. Um, and then we come to one of the sort of main events for the night. That's for, for a women's match, I thought this match was fantastic. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of women's wrestling. I know that some of you guys are, but this one, I mean, Bianca Belair was, was outstanding in this match. Just same as last year when she faced Sasha Banks, actually. For me, I'll come to you first, Ian. She was... She, she held this match together, I felt, and Becky Lynch, you could tell she was someone that hadn't been in the ring. Obviously, she's been off maternity leave and stuff, but most of her matches since she came back, she's not went longer than 10 minutes, and you could tell she was pretty much done in um, early doors, and, and Bianca was, was carrying this match. Aye, and Bianca is an absolute star. She's like a, such an athlete, in a way, and um, yeah, she's a great, great wrestler, and it's obviously second year in a row she's won the title at WrestleMania. I've heard this wee fact that she's got one more member of the four horsemen to beat, uh, four horsewomen to beat, and oh. that is uh, Charlotte Flair. Yeah. So hopefully she gets that eventually, but she is so good, and I was happy. I was happy to see her get the win. She's definitely. I think Becky was brilliant as well in the match, but yeah, it was. Uh, I loved it. Just yeah. Throughout. No problem, Xander. What about yourself? Your opinion on this one? Yeah, no, I, I thought this. Um was the better of the women's matches of the yeah. night. Uh, and we'll get on to that one later. But um, uh, yeah, Belair's Bella's great. She's got such such a huge audience, like anywhere she goes, really. Like you'd really hear that when the bell rings at the start of the match uh, and they're sort of standing in the ring there. And the crowd are just really, really up for it, especially after they've already had three pretty average but decent matches. You know, you think at this point it's kind of like, yeah, whatever, toilet break time. But no, they were all really up for this one. Um, so cl- clearly it's been built well. Um, you know, if, 
I can understand if anyone even bothers watching Raw, so you might not know that, but this one has been built quite well. Uh, and and yeah, it, it was a, a good little uh, solid match. I think it lasted around like, I want to say about 15, 20 minutes. So it's a, it, it's, it's a really good championship match, you know, and then, uh, you know, Beller gets that big big finish at the end to win it. Um, so really, you sort of want to question, what does Lynch do now? What does, what does uh, Bianca Belair do now? Because it's kind of, that was kind of like the massive feud that they had when yeah. that, Superstar shakeup happened, so you kind of want to wonder: Is there anyone actually left on Raw to even face these two women? Um, and you sort of wonder, and with Ian throwing that fact out there, you sort of wonder if that's your media match next year now, if it's Bailey and Flair. Yeah, that does seem as when I take so. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's what it is. It seems to be one of those ones where she's going through everybody, and she is. She's like the sort of like female John Cena for this new generation now, and that's that's one way. I mean, could go either way. They tried it with Bailey forced her down everyone's throats and the fans turned but thankfully Bailey sort of embraced that sort of the heel turn and everything and made her into a, a really top tier heel but yeah I mean that was, it was a good match Craig and it's, it's one that we're, I mean we won't be talking about it for the rest of the time but yeah it's certainly a good solid enough match and arguably it was the better of the women's matches on the night Yep and you've got to say that Bel Air and Charlotte are going to be the faces of the women's division Challengers coming up, I think we're going to be seeing Ripley ah. as uh, probably the next main challenger. Um, to be honest, I'm actually quite happy with the, the women's division. Yeah. Um, I wish they would have done more with Baszler. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if they're going to put her in a tag team, put her in with Ronda. Yeah, that's um, probably the best thing for them. Just now, his Ronda, is, is, she did look quite lost in the mix. Since she came back, even though she won the Rumble, she just something's not been quite right for me. She's certainly, she's certainly not had the wow factor that she had at her, her debut four years ago. Yeah. Um. Still, still highly entertaining, but um. No, I think if you, and, and you can tell that when they are in the ring together, they're friends, and then you know that's always brings the best out in people. So no, I think, I think there's a theme for you know the two nights of WrestleMania and Raw. Is that there's been good signs of character development and you know where we go forward, and um, if they can put on a premium live event like this, yeah. it's on, it's on the TV writers now to keep us interested. Certainly is, and that's that's this. As I said, that match is it's sort of whetted the appetite for what was to come. I mean, the the show was building quite nicely, and then here it comes. It's probably one of the, the moments of the year, if not moment of the certainly one of the moments of the weekend for sure. I'll come to you first, Sander. Seth Rollins makes his grand entrance with his backing singers and stuff. That's it was a really nice entrance from him. Good outfit it was well as well. And then we were waiting for the, the sort of tease as to who it was going to be. And actually, they went to it straight away. I was pretty, I felt they would have maybe done the old Shane McMahon tease and brought him out. And then Vince would come out and say, no, it's not going to be you, blah, blah, blah. But no, they went straight for it and, and triumphant return of Cody Rhodes to the WWE and they absolutely nailed this return. I mean, I wasn't Cody's biggest fan in AEW just to the way he was presented the book, but WWE, they absolutely nailed his return here. Oh, yeah, no, 100% agree with you on that one. I, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of Rhodes either. And AEW, I feel like all his promos felt the same, even though he had focus groups for them, so I don't know how the fuck that happened. And, and yeah, I love his... I mean, he, he is a good performer in the ring, like, don't get me wrong, he's, he's a good wrestler, but when you've... When you when you restrict yourself so early to not booking yourself into the world title picture, you kind of think 
well, there's really, you know, there's there's only a ceiling for you here. Whereas yeah. now that he's back in WWE, of course, you know, the, the sky's the limit really for him. Uh, and, and yeah, this was the worst kept secret uh, of returns, but it, it still made people go nuts when he comes out to um, Kingdom and he's got the American Nightmare gear on. Yeah, th- this was, it was a good return. Uh, Rollins' reaction to it was also great. And, and the match itself was brilliant. Probably the match of the weekend, actually, if I'm being yeah. honest. No, I agree with you completely. I'd probably I think we're giving it a Dave rating of said four and a half at least out of five because yeah. it was um it was a fantastic match with back and forth. I mean some really big power moves coming in for both men and Ian. Uh, the finish I felt was fantastic, just the, the crossroads a couple of times into the yeah. into the win. Like three times in a row. He did it also was what was the move? There was like uh, oh you hit the bionic elbow obviously. Yes. Paying homage, paying homage to his dad. Which is sweet. And it was it was a great match. I also liked the bit where um, which got um, Seth Rollins said to um, Cody, "Welcome back to the big leagues." Yeah, I caught that <laughs> as well. And that that was a nice wee touch, and it's just yeah. those wee things that will build it up for either a return match or what. Craig, what about yourself? Uh, Cody's return, were you enamoured with it? Were you hyped? Um, I I, I still didn't think it was going to happen. Um. But, um, yeah, when that music hit and the crowd is here to see the show, Cody's bigger than Jericho, where the, the lyrics are. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I thought, yeah, brilliant. I think they picked the right opponent um, yeah. because um, Seth Rollins has had heat. Whether it's the, the right type of heat is uh, another story for another day. I felt that... Um, he was almost becoming WWE's version of the Young Bucks, and that he was the second worst part of Raw after yeah. t- after the twenty four seven title. Um, but they certainly got the right opponent to get a face pop from Cody. They certainly got the right state, with it being his his father's home state. Um, and now they've just got to work on his promos. But we're uh, we're going to cover Raw. But no, a f- absolutely fantastic match. Um, never had a problem with his in ring work. Um, when it's focused and not trying to produce adverts for reality TV shows. Um, and, yeah, I mean, to be honest, if you'd had this for a, an IC or a US title match, mm-hmm. it would have been pretty good. But, yeah, it was... Um, in terms of in-ring, match of the night in-ring for yeah. me, Um not the moment, but no. Welcome back, Cody. Let's see what you can do in your multi-year deal. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it because obviously some of us maybe watched Raw and I certainly watched the opening promo and we'll discuss it as we go. But yeah, um, and you could tell that um, I knew that Meltzer would react um, pretty well to this one, uh, Craig. Is, I see his first one was um, about he's shouting, Cody's AEW music played, place went nuts, but He'd actually used that already. He used it in Impact in a couple in over in Japan as well. So yeah, I think that's Dave just trying to look cool. Oh well, for all those people who thought nobody would react to him or they think he was a mid carder, didn't work out like that. Pretty sure he was on the. <laughs> How mid- do we know that yet? <laughs> Pretty no, sure he was on the mid card. But <laughs> that was indeed. But yeah, Dave. Um, this is the, the descent and he's nuts it's just it starts here because he talks about the attendance figure and he's shouting, he's shouting fake number um, fake number of 77,899 and I don't know where he gets it from because I, of course a lot of the numbers will be fake because you're giving away tickets for free to local schools and charity stuff so well there's uh, 
there's the whole attendance number, the bot number, and then okay, when they go for the attendance, they put like the two and a half thousand staff that are working there um, into the number as well. But you know what? I also love that the the tweet is just fake number is seventy seven thousand eight hundred ninety nine. Flair versus Rousey is next. He's so bad for that. It just it, that's the thing. People just slag him on, but he's just so oblivious and he just gets on with it. It's as if fair play, he just doesn't give a shit. Uh, a few weeks ago, we were reviewing um, WrestleMania three, and I'm pretty sure when I was looking at Wikipedia, it was him. But on the in the Wik- WrestleMania three, it was obviously the biggest indoor attendance yeah. record of all time until WrestleMania thirty two. But I'm pretty sure it was his. Like he must have been working back uh, on wrestling back in like. I think it was 1987. Yeah. Um, he was walking away back then, and it was his like article that was brought up and on why the attendance that night was disputed or the disputed um, brackets <laughs> next to it. So he's been doing this for over 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> even, even though the Silver Dome and um, WWE or WWF at the time basically still said that it was, that had it right. But if if you're in an arena, you might may, maybe want to put the get yourself the record. And just make it make it seem fake, but I the, the place can hold a hundred thousand if they're going to like make a yeah. fake of it. They're made to say it was a hundred thousand. Exactly, exactly. Well, he's now claiming he's also an entertainment show. I don't know why the attendance number matters so much, but he's he's now claiming he's been doing this for 52, 52 years. So considering he's um, sixty two years old, so he started at ten. <laughs> The whole Hogan of wrestling journalism. There we go. Have you saw his? Have you saw the picture of his room when he was doing an interview one time? Oh, it's horrific. It's really bad. We always put it in the group chat. It was under. It's just um, Dave's room. It's just junk everywhere. It's horrific. I just don't know how you can work. Like even someone as crazy as him, I just don't know how you do it. Like it's. They need to get. They need to get Kim and Aggie and them for the what the Grimebusters are back in the day. Kim and Aggie to the TV show. Imagine yeah, with the SmackDown brand as well. So, yeah, I was pretty, pretty shocked that she lost. Um, I think Ronda's better chasing yeah. um, the title if she is going to be babyface. Um, she's not a convincing heel. It's just... it's all, I always feel it's a waste of a Rumble winner when they lose. Uh, yeah, I was saying, yeah. But I tell you what, um, if Flair thinks that... Um, that's the best women's match of all time. He's got numerous chair shots, blade jobs, cocktails, plane rides, dementia, and age. Um, not con- not compared to Dave's meltdown that is just kicking off, and it's just fantastic. <laughs> as Sandra has received, Dave's um, obviously Ronda wins. Uh, Ronda doesn't, but she loses this match, and it's probably Dave. He's surmising it's setting up a rematch. I don't know if it will. If they'll. They'll keep her chasing. I imagine they will do. Uh, Craig, the, sorry. Other, the other thing yeah. as well is there was comments about you know why you know Ronda was upset that um, yes yep. they were underneath they were underneath Austin and she wasn't at the Hall of Fame and Ronda 
and says it's an honour to be underneath Steve Austin on a WrestleMania card. And it wasn't at the Hall of Fame because I've got a six month year old, a six month old baby. Um, yeah. And you look at her and Becky and, and the future for the, you know, the women's division. Are they just going to take some time off? Yeah, that uh, was a dig at another Meltzer lackey. I think it was Brian Alvarez. I think she was taking because he was the one that was reporting that she'd walked out. So she was um, getting her own back on him with his fake news. For me on this one, I loved this match. I just didn't like the finish. Um, I was yeah. saying, um, as, as um, Charlotte Flair is about to set up the figure eight, Ronda, Ronda Rousey kicks her and she falls into, obviously, little Nate, um, Charles Robinson. He obviously hits the canvas and is out for a bit. And that is when, obviously, um, what you call it, Rousey locks in the the armbar. But obviously, Charlotte does tap, but there's obviously nobody to bring the bell. So then, obviously, they get back up and uh, the big boot to Ronda yeah, Rousey. Yeah, it's a big finish. Boot. Yeah, definitely. For somebody who's supposed to be the baddest and toughest woman in the planet, uh, it was a pretty so. soft finish, yeah. It was, it was a soft finish. and it was, It's weird, though, because they, they did not make a big deal whatsoever about Charlotte tapping. Like she doesn't really do that. They didn't yeah. make a big deal about that, and yet she's she's lying there, literally tapping out to the armbar. Just when it's put on, yeah, it wasn't even fully on, and she was already tapping. So yes, so and then now obviously you got the really soft finish of her, like big boot high kick thing, which like it's a pretty classic like sort of finisher, but I don't think it really suits Charlotte. Like she's got a really cool looking spear, for instance. Like why not make that her finisher? It makes more well, sense, but yeah, I don't know. They could add, they could have a spear into an exposed turnbuckle or something like that. I mean, there was, there was two referee errors in this show, and they never really, you know, highlighted them, even though they were intended. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, the lot will come the next night. I, mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe Willie Collum was refereeing. <laughs> <laughs> Which got on night on night two, you had the wee man, the wee man for Jackass taking a big boot to the face by Sami Zayn, and he'd have probably kicked out that. If he was been, <laughs> Never mind Ronda Bloody Rousey out kicking the big boot. Ah, I suppose it was quick. quick it was, it was a, a soft one, and yeah, I, I don't know where Flair was getting saying it's the greatest women's match of all time. Yeah, and the next match is obviously, I'm talking about different things that are happening, and this, this got on my nerves throughout the night, and Melts was talking about it as well when they were playing various promo packages from the next night. We we're already going to be watching it anyway, so who are they trying to sell this to? Do you know what I mean? It's Constant promo it's, packages and oh, horrific. One, right, one, hour, one hour and 55 minutes of wrestling on a four-hour show. Jesus. Was that what it turned out to be? And it was basically that for both nights. <sighs> to be honest, like, if I, like, when it comes to WrestleMania, I always buy the the, bot, the pay-per-view in the box office. I can't really trust the network and crash uh-huh. and stuff like that. So let's go with buy the pay, the box office pay-per-view. And obviously, it's part of the package is two nights, so you're not going to... It's the next night. Maybe the people, maybe the people that are on the network that might tune in for the first night, but not tune in the second night. Can I don't know why they'd be doing that. Yeah, I, I just I, thought I, about that then. But they're also trying I, I to promote been, it. I would have been baffled it. if no one wanted to watch Reigns Lesnar. You know, like yeah. even just go through night two to watch that. Like that, that would have been baffling. Yeah. No, you're you're right, and that's the one that was. That was. Uh, it's just strange why they would just keep putting these pro. But that, that's when they could have done. They could have got it down to a four or five hour event. Over the over one night instead. Seemingly, of two. we were talking about it, and it's something to do with Peacock because they have ad breaks during yes, Peacock that, have ad breaks, and that's why they've had to add these in. Because no, so obviously we're not Peacock or the pay per views aren't in Peacock, but they they got an ad break on that. Right, um, during WrestleMania. Eh? What, what is what is wrestling become to? <laughs> money, money, money. Vince is loving it. 
Right, speaking of loving it, main event time comes up, which we expected to be a sort of confrontation, a brawl, if anything, not what it turned out to be. Kevin Owens comes out for his KO show, um, starts bringing down texts again and just slagging and rotten, says he's got a lot of things to say. Finally, the class hits, Austin comes out, place goes fucking bananas. Um, and then they just sit down and start talking, and I felt the way they've done this, um, Ian, I'll come to you first. It's a yeah. good setup. the two of them just sitting, Austin kind of just, just staring at them and letting them away with the stuff, and then, then Owens drops it, saying it was a trap all along, and, and he says he wants to fight, but not just any fight, it's going to be no hold barred, and you kind of seen the sort of, that's when the camera zoomed in, and Austin just say, what, is this going to happen, is it not? And I felt they've done it really well here. Yeah, I loved obviously Triple M, Triple H. What am I saying? Uh, obviously, Austin coming out at the top of the ramp and then kind of having a think and going, "Come up, I'm not going to walk down there." So he went and got his uh, his quad bike and then went down yeah. the quad bike around the ring, old school stuff there for for um, Steve Austin. And then obviously gets in the ring and just basically just smashes up the set. It was, it was pretty funny, just smashed up the set. You could see that Kevin Owens a wee bit angry, and then just a the bit where they're obviously teasing it and so Austin just sitting there. Like this, this, like, like, f- f- what they can we call it? Like, just had the face, and he was just thinking, and he was having a yeah. thinking, and he was like, the angry face, and then eventually did it. This and Xander, as we said, that's what he did. Take, he did take the mick out of, um, of uh, Owens as well to call him a stupid haircut and yeah. stuff like that. Stupid son of a bitch, you call them. Yeah, they've done yeah. sort of they've sort of done the old slagging the old Austin, um, when he would berate the opponents and stuff, but yeah, it was. He done his old give me a hell yeah if you want me to whip his ass and Xander as we said this is when it finally happens Austin which we didn't know you even yourself you were adamant right up to the, the day of the event he wasn't going to step back in for an actual match and I think we had a good fifteen minutes out of this one it was um, it was pretty surprising no honestly uh, it, it was I was um, even right up to when he comes out I'm sort of then you know you you see the gear that he's got on I'm still thinking this is a stunner middle finger beer. You know, closing it out, but um, but not he, he went full bolt on it. He went full no holes barred. We get the uh, get some weapons out. We went into the crowd. He took a suplex in the concrete. I, I will be honest. When I watched this live, I was sort of thinking to myself, and I don't know if this is just because it was late at night and stuff, and I was getting really tired. But I was sort of thinking, look, if you can't go, there's no point in going, right? If you're going to be this slow, but yeah. um, mm-hmm. just just do the stunner and that's it. But I have watched it back, and I'm sort of thinking, do you know what? That actually wasn't as bad as I remember it. That was. That was good. Owens was great during the whole thing. Austin with Steve Austin. Um, I thought that the finish actually was was brilliant because it's yep. just a, it's a classic. I think it's a classic Austin finish that type of way where it's just like he's avoiding something, something daft then happens and then he gets the finisher and I think that's a pretty classic finish for Austin. Uh, and yeah, the, the place even at that point of the uh, uh, mania I'm still going mental after that. Like it's just it's it's crazy after twenty years almost. Um, how much impact Steve Austin can have on getting a free count in a match. Yeah. Craig, what about yourself? I, I, I absolutely loved it. It was just brought me back to, to being in my teenage years again, seeing Austin in his pomp. And fair enough, it's not the Stone Cold of all, but it's, what I should we put on for him to? I've, wa- I've watched it back about four times already. Um, when you saw him coming down and the knee braces were on, you had a feeling. Did I expect what we got? Absolutely not. 14 minutes? I mean... We've been disappointed before with you know Brett um, and HBK coming back after these long hiatuses, but my word, just absolute brilliant start to finish the 
the promo, the promos by Owens, and just some of the lines, and just um, getting the heat off the crowd. I mean, the fact that he was drinking beer through a match for four, yeah. <laughs> for fourteen minutes, and didn't look like he blew up at all. Um, even the the funny bit with you know riding the quad up the ramp with um, with Owens on it, and <laughs> the su- suplex spots were brilliant because they look impact enough, but. You know, if you think about a suplex, your neck's actually quite well protected. Yeah. Um, so, you know, cutting enough to prove it as a move, but also to, to protect and just a classic late 90s Austin finish. You know, the chair, <laughs> the chair shot missing onto the rope, smacking him in the face, <laughs> uh, the stunner, and then Byron Saxton. Yeah. <laughs> that was superb. I love that. It just, why was he even in? That's what I want to know. It just appeared out of nowhere and he sold it really well. <laughs> And the thing is, put put um, what's his name, um, uh, Xavier Woods, who was yeah. chuffed, chuffed a bit, saying, "I could be the last person to take a stun at WrestleMania." Well, we've, there's now five more people after you. But, well, <laughs> that uh, was. But, uh, Vince, the last one. No, it was Pat. I was Pat. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want anyway. Yeah, uh, uh, I just I loved it. Even See, the, yeah, when you go. See at the start when obviously Austin was saying it was Austin making his entrance at his top of the ramp and he's kind of thinking about walking down and he goes and gets his quad. Wouldn't oh. it be quality if he just went back and got the computer chair and just went right down ah. the ramp on the computer chair? <laughs> Flying down. That'd be good. <laughs> That'd be perfect. I think that I, I mean I'm not sure if any people would have bought, you know, tickets for night one and not for night two. Certainly if it was me going there, I'd have bought for both nights, but you know, you must have felt you'd want to watch it uh, night if you'd only had a ticket for night two, and you get Austin when you weren't expecting him. Aye, it's like no. when I went to, when I was at WrestleMania 35. I went to Raw after Mania, thinking, "Oh, I've went to the the only WrestleMania, and and in good years, the Undertaker won't be there." And what happens? He comes out on Monday night, yeah. Raw the next good night. So I got that. I was quite happy. Yeah. <laughs> No, as I say, it was a great way to close the show. Byron Ceremony Stunner. I'll come to you for a, a rating out of 10 for night one then. Xander, we'll start with you. What would you give it out of 10? Do you know what? I'm going to give this um, a nice 7.5. Um, the first sort of three matches were fine. Uh, they, they'd done their job. You know, they sort of they got the crowd there a bit. Um, Lynch and Belair was, was a really, really good match. Rhodes and Rollins was awesome. Uh, yep. Flair and Rousey could have easily been better, and yeah, Austin and Owens was always gonna, it's always gonna headline it, uh, and it was always going to be a, a big barn burner that one. So I'm going to give it a seven point five. Ian, yourself? Well, I've I did my rating for the full the two nights, mm-hmm. and it was eight, eight, I went for eight point five. Right. So I don't know what my rating for them um, night probably probably about probably about an eight. Both of them would probably be like an eight, and then I just rated the both the full the full two nights eight point five. It's quite hard well, one to rate the, the one uh, show. Uh, that is. Craig, yeah. what about yourself? I'm going to give it a solid nine. The fact it's got a match I've already watched back four times. Yeah. Um, Rhodes return, pleasantly surprised with it. I'm eating humble pie. Um, both the females' matches were were fine. Celebrity match, yeah. So, yeah, all in all. Um, the, and I suppose the, the wee Hall of Fame pack, uh, package as well. Yeah. Um, oh, we we missed out on that one. Um, and we've got we've got a lot to cover, but seeing Scotty Steiner back. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, uh, we didn't really mention the Hall of Fame, but yeah, I mean, we've, we've watched the ceremony. I mean, the, the speeches were great. Steiner, we were kind of expecting him to go and Bellows Cannon or whatever, but he was pretty subdued in his speech, and yeah, it was, it was, he did kind of he kind of make a tease that he was obviously like when he gets a live mic, and then obviously Rick Steiner kind of moved the mic away from him during yeah. the speech. Yeah, yep. funny. I was at the, the Inside the Rope show with um, Scott Steiner and let's say he had a few words to say about Finns, Triple H, Stephanie, Hogan, Flair. <laughs> it was now, he's back, now he's back in the good books. Uh, it was, it was, it was but yeah, that, was just, that was just after he's kind of like getting told that he was um, banned from the Hall of Fame because um, he, had a threatened, he had threatened to attack Hulk Hogan at the airport. Um, basically said he met up with his, uh, Hulk Hogan's wife and said see the next time I see him I'm going to, I'm going to uh, deck him and that's why they put a kind of like thing out so that he couldn't get into the arena for I the Hall of Fame picture and stuff right um, I will give it a 9 out of 10 as well it's just the video packages at the start of the show the, the Cody return the, the Austin stuff yeah fantastic so I'm going for a 9 for that one um, so yeah night 2 now, I'll be honest, I fell asleep because um, I was out <laughs> at the football all day and Aye. I fell asleep as soon as I got home um, and I missed everything. I woke up again at half four and the event was just finishing. So, yeah, um, I'll start with you guys. I have watched it all back. So, first match, um, tag titles, the Raw tag titles, Arcade Bro versus the Street Profits and Alpha Academy. I mean, I do like the team of RK Pro, they've got that sort of comedy value, but they're also a good team as well. Xander, I'll start with you. What would you make of this one? Um, the, the match, the match itself is actually is pretty good. I would probably say that these three tag teams right here might just be the best tag teams that WWE have right now. Street Profits are a lot of fun, especially Montez Ford. Um, the Alpha Academy. I mean, Chad Gable's been fantastic since his name went back to Chad Gable. Uh, and yeah, RK Bro have been really at the top of that tag team division right now. Yeah. Um, I, I really thought that the build up to this match, well, I say build up, but it had like two weeks of build up, but uh, leading into Mania, obviously, you know, the RK Bro were going to have a match in Mania. And I thought this would be where that Riddle would turn on Orton mm-hmm. uh, and, and we could get a feed going there. But when Orton was on the, the Pat McAfee show and he was talking about um, his love for wrestling has been rejuvenated because of Riddle, I feel like WWE are going to put that off for a bit. Um, and let Alton just enjoy himself. So, uh, so I'm I'm happy to see that um, they've kept the belts here, and hopefully they'll just hold these to SummerSlam because right now you don't really have anyone else to take off them. Uh, yeah. Maybe you know, except for the two teams they've just beaten here. So, um, yeah, the, the match itself was was good. You know, similar to night one, it, it got the the crowd going and stuff. You know, the main event is almost as important uh, as you know, sorry, the opener is almost as important as the main event in many of these uh, these days. So, yeah. uh, it was a it, it's a decent solid match this one. Craig, before I actually missed something that started the show there, it's quite a big one. Um, did you know that Paul Levesque came out to start the show um, and he left his boots in the ring, according to Dave? Who's this Paul Levesque you speak of? I don't know. <laughs> That's how petty it can be. I don't know. Call him his real name. Yeah, that, it's just so bad. I don't know if it's just his. He thinks he's been cool, funny. I don't know. But yeah, Paul Levesque yeah, came was, out to start the show. That was a lovely moment coming out. I was getting emotional for him. Yeah, but it was, his, it was his kids were at ringside as well. Yeah, I think his kids and I think his nephew uh, Shane's sons and that were there as well yeah. to see him off. So, yeah, it was a it was a good send off. And it's, I'm, I'm, it's a a man that's a man that served a company for over a quarter of a decade, produced countless moments, um, 
worked tirelessly behind the scenes, built a brand, had a cardiac incident, and he gets disrespected by this pleb like that. Yeah. I mean, we've got we've got to remember it's only two three weeks since Dave Meltzer was live tweeting Scott Hall's um, life support status. So. Yes. Yeah, he's a he's a pretty low down sort. That's his. And then and then he has the audacity to give out awards for most disgusting promotional tactic. <laughs> he's so bad. He's uh, just no clue. Um, yeah, we got that's the end of this match. I think Gable Stevenson um, was the appeared. Um, we gave um, Chad Gable an overhead suplex, which is actually pretty cool. This was him um, just trying to really show that he's part of the roster now. And, Eventually, I'd imagine he'll be he'll be making his debut. Um, I, I, I tell you what, though, the the, the move um, before the the RKO finishes the oh. um, the shoulder blockbuster. Oh yeah, that was outstanding, man. man that's that's if you're going to dig that out, that that's a move to win a match. Um, outstanding, but uh, no finishes were great. And uh, obviously, um, which got oh, the the match kind of finished with. Um, Briddle, I think it was Montes. Was it Montes Ford? I'm guessing it's Montes Ford at the top. Um, he's up top, and Riddle just jumps out for nowhere on the spring springboards off the top rope, and um, basically has an RKO to Ford. Was it? It was Ford. Eh? Yeah. Aye. Uh, onto the an RKO, and then there was a bit where Chad Gable was going for basically I don't know he was going for a splash. But it was like Land, Randy was like standing, he was going for a splash, and then Randy just hit the RKO from the yeah. and uh, got the win. It was perfect looking, dude. Good for, always, good, always good for a slow mo, that those. those it is. As, as we said, that Xander's probably right at saying this, this, they're still the, the sort of best tag team they've got just now on the raw side of things. And yeah, I don't know how to, how to go about it. And obviously, we'll need to facilitate the split somewhere down the line. It'll probably come just after SummerSlam, as Xander's saying. Of, Try and hold them off to then. Next match, um, oh, this was this was awful. I need my opinion. I think um, Omos <laughs> versus Bobby Lashley. Um, Lashley won. He got a spear. Um, and in fact, two spears, and that was it. Um, match was over. Six minutes it lasted. I think so. Craig, yeah, this one. I think it kind of went as we expected. Um, Bobby Lashley finally taking out the giant Omos. I. I don't, see, I don't see a great problem with it. You know, you've got to give Lashley something back. Um, it's one of the worst spots they do when a guy loses a title without yeah. doing so in the ring. So he's got to get some momentum back. Um, the big colossus. Um, we we'll get we'll get to Raw, but no, I mean, um, and to be honest, it's never going to look pretty. Um, if when you're taking out someone of that size, you're not exactly going to do it with a few handstands and hurricanes. So um, Dave says Lashley pinned him with a spear to the kidney and a second spear. Pretty bad. Yeah. Generally, if you knock the wind out of someone and give them a hell of a suplex, it is going to be pretty bad. <laughs> and, uh, that's how you win the match. Yeah. Let's say the better about it. Next one. This. For me, this this I love this match. This starts to play match of the night, even yeah. um, uh, Sami Zayn against Johnny Knoxville in a sort of no holds barred uh, anything goes match. It was what it was. Um, Ian, it was a comedy match, but it was, it was actually filled with some good spots as well. Um, but be yourself. Yeah, as I, I like, I've always watched Jackass and stuff like that, so I was really into this match. Um, honestly, some of the spots were brilliant. Honestly, this match started up with Zayn, um, basically hitting a whole over kick onto. 
Johnny Knoxville straight away, and then Knoxville uses a, a fire extinguisher into the eyes of um, Zami Zayn. And then there was a bit where obviously he went underneath the rings, Knoxville went underneath the ring, tried to get like loads of, it was like a kind of like raven, like trash can filled with yeah. filled with different um, objects and a stop sign. And um, uses that baking tray over the back, stop sign, a crutch over the back as well to, to Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> and then when is it? What, the, the comes in, and that's when, uh, I, when Party Boy comes Party in. Party Boy, yeah. Chris Pontius comes in, he takes his uh, top off, takes his trunks off, and he's got a kind of weed falling on him. That was a Dancing a bit. Um, and then they t- he takes him out. Takes him out. He goes underneath the ring, and then obviously you get wee man coming in, and he goes f- absolutely mental. Hits the the body slam, a per- body body slam to to um, Sammy Zayn, and uh, yeah, that's when you get some of the instruments coming in. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a as we done it done it's done its jobs, Andrew, and it was the live crowd loved it. I think we all loved it as well watching it back. It's just one of those those matches that takes a place in the cards. We've got them every year, but. As you say, it's a lot of comedy stuff, but yeah, it, it worked really well. Oh yeah, it definitely does. And you know, after watching a match like that, you sort of want to think, oh, I want to go and see that new Jackass movie now. So you know, everybody wins yeah. in this situation. Uh, and yeah. yeah, Sami Zayn's been brilliant. He's been absolutely brilliant since this new character change uh, that he's went on, and obviously getting a, a celebrity mania and just getting to act totally daft to someone that he's probably grew up watching uh, these type of films and stuff. So um, he would have enjoyed that. So yeah, it's it, it was a Good, good, solid, uh, hilarious match there, and it, it definitely has a right in the card. You know, it, cards feel pretty serious uh, from here on out. So having a good bit of comedy there is, not, you know, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, if you remember rightly, last year it was um, Logan Paul that obviously was paired with Sami Zayn that night as well. So it was. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of he's sticking there at WrestleMania. He's got celebrities on the go. Uh, he must be doing something because right? he's, he's trusted yeah. to work for them all. So Craig, um, I'll come to your opinion on it as well. But what was Dave saying to this one as well? Oh, Dave, for real, Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville is next. Um, and then he follows up with the match is finished. Sami Zayn lost to Knoxville. All the Jackass crew get involved. At times, this was unbelievably horrible. But some spots like Wee Man slamming Zayn and comedy stuff got over with a live crowd. Zayn got trapped and pinned with a giant mouse trap. <laughs> this was the one, this was the tweet that get, he turned off all the replies. But this is the one that got most of the the sort of interactions and the, the retweets and stuff. And just the quote tweets is just everyone laying into him. So Well the this... thing is if you like if you like this type of match and want to see it every week, there's a show called AEW Dynamite. I was going to say it because he's he's not a couple of weeks ago he was sitting praising Orange Cassidy for doing comedy stuff and yeah, it's just a, it's an agenda with him and it's it's pretty clear to see. He must be getting some money, a wee back yeah. pocket for the, the companies. He's definitely getting a wee backhander for the... Give them all the awards that he can. <laughs> <laughs> but I did love the the bowling ball to the nuts. Then that, that wee instrument, it's like the boot, um, the leg that propels up and kicks Sammy in the nuts. And then the big, as he's running, he's, he tasers him. And as he's about to taser him, as, as he's running around the ring, trying to get away from Johnny Nuts, so he walks into the big palm. The Pam takes him out. The, the remote control for the pyro when he was on the oh, technical as well. <laughs> this was and the second, yeah, it was the second longest match of the night as well. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's everybody's favourite match. <laughs> Definitely. Right, next one. Um, 
Women's tag team titles. Um, do, 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 do. Carmel and Queen Zelina defended against Lord Morgan via Ripley. Natalia, Shayna Baszler and Naomi and Sasha Banks. Um, this TV screamed as if just Xander will start with you. Um, just wanted to get them on the card and a title change. Yeah, just everyone on the card. Oh, look, we have these titles here. I suppose we can have a wee change of them. I feel like at the moment, they don't have anything for Sasha Banks, so it's kind of just like, yeah. I mean, there's a spot here for you if you want it, and she just took it because she's thinking it's WrestleMania, I may as well get the pay. Yeah. Uh, and, and now Naomi and Sasha Banks are, are, are the champions now. If I'm being quite honest, if if I really had to pick a tie, I mean, you know, it's a baker's dozen, obviously, but if I really had to pick a champion here, it'd probably be Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. They seem to yeah. have really clicked as soon as they became a tag team, so I would have had, um, I would have had uh, those two winning, but. Yeah, it's it's kind of whatever. They're never going to take these belts seriously, are they? They, they? they were kind of introduced as a, you know, box tick type thing, you know, just to say, oh look, our women's division also has tag team titles. Just like yeah, whatever. Um, so it, it was a whatever match. I, I think it actually went about ten minutes though, and I don't know why, because it really didn't have to. But yeah, it's a whatever match for me. It's just yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's it really, and I don't really think there's much more to, to say on that one particular yeah. next one. Um, this match is the longest one of the night, uh, Craig, Edge against AJ Styles. Edge, basically this new sort of heel, I would say sort of guru sort of persona that he's got going on. This was, this was the start of his new stable coming through, Damien Priest joined. I think the plan is for, I think Rhea Ripley, somebody's going to say someone's joining, she's joining in the next couple of weeks. Champ has rumoured as well. Yeah, he's rumoured as well. So yeah, I mean that this is the sort of match you, you would expect from him. It wasn't as good as I, I hoped, um, but I mean it, it could have been a lot. Certainly could have been a lot better, but it, it certainly could have been a lot worse. I think I think when guys get to this age, and Triple H should have been doing it <clears throat> um, towards the end, is they need to start shaving a couple of minutes a year off their matches, and we don't need these. 25 minute odysseys they could probably achieve yeah. the same end result in about 16 or so I mean what's Edge now 47, 48 and yeah. age, AJ's must be about 40 AJ's 40, they've got to turn 45 this year so I mean you know yeah they can do it but do they really need to and would the end result be better if they just you know started shaving that time off Look what a 57 year old Austin can do in 14 minutes and uh, in 10 minutes less, but no, all in all, good. And it's 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 going to build to something long term, and um, we'll probably touch on it once we get to to to, uh, to Raw and uh, see where we think things are going. But yeah, um, pretty solid, maybe just a little bit too long, yeah. Ian, about yourself on this one? Uh, for this for this match when I was watching live, I didn't really pay much attention to this match for some reason. Mm. I just was looking at my phone and stuff like that, and I did. I've heard people complaining about the time length. It's just it needs to cut it down and make and get because I felt like people were saying it was a slow start, and that they could have just chopped that off and just went in straight away and, and shaved it by about ten minutes. Yeah, and that could have been like used all their energy they had in that that space and it would have been a better match, but. I thought they, I need to watch your bad to be honest, because I never really paid much attention. Yeah, to Yeah, I it, think but... I'll probably be the same actually, because I was when I was watching it back, I was kind of in and out of it, but yeah, it yeah. just kind of dragged that tiny bit. They shouldn't because they're two great performers. That's the thing. Yeah. Right, next one, Philip. The match that got cancelled the night before, Xander, uh, Sheamus, and Red Holland beat 
Woods and Kofi Kingston in two minutes. Um, so yeah, just a filler match really to get the, the crowd ready for the, the, the next match. And we um, uh, it kind of was. It's, it's, sorry, sorry, interruption. Sorry, it's, kind of was. Like it's um, it didn't did not need cut from night one. We all know why it was cut from night one. It did not need cut. Um, you didn't have to show us you know, 18 video packages of Roman Reigns yep. versus Brock Lesnar on night two. I know they're wrestling on night two. You don't have to tell me so uh, so many times. So it, it didn't need cut from there. And I mean, heck, you also had a two-hour pre-show you could have stuck it on somewhere. Yep. Uh, I don't know why that had to all be talking and have Jake fucking Paul on it as well. I don't know what the fuck you're doing oh, there. Oh, that was brutal. That was really, <laughs> really don't know what they're doing there. Yeah. But yeah, now let's just have two minutes later on in the card with... Um, Sheamus and Ridge Holland with uh, uh, you know Pete Dunne. I'm, I'm calling him Pete Dunne. I, I refuse to call him anything else. Uh, and, and the new day, you know, I mean, Sheamus, you know, Sheamus is a is a, a big, pretty big name in WWE. You know, he's been there for years. He's been in such huge storylines. He, he does everything for them now. He, he's a pretty good guy to have around. And the new day, if you read any WWE poll recently, they're the best tag team ever, according to their fans. So, like, I don't know why this match only goes two minutes. Ridge Holland needs the minutes at WrestleMania, especially. Like uh, to me, this this is just a really weird decision to make, uh, especially pretty late on in the card. Uh, especially after Edge and AJ Styles, who are obviously two massive names of WWE that had a decent match in my opinion. I thought. And and you have a broken neck storyline. You know, yes. You have broke the neck of <laughs> the, their their buddy. It's. Uh... But they have to play in, um, like ten times every time they come out or a part of this feud. They have to show it over and over again. Who wants to see the, the video of the man breaking his neck? I know. That's it's just... It's, yeah, you don't really think Ridge Holland wants to be reminded that he almost killed someone. Like, I know. <laughs> it's just cheap heat, isn't it? It's no, uh, it's no anything really worth writing home about. That's the thing. It's just the lowest... When, they, when they're struggling for something, that's when they bring it out. And yeah, less said about that match, the better. Right, OK. I wasn't sure if um, if Pete Dunne is turning into a cross between Hornswoggle and Crash Holly. And then I saw on Twitter someone referred to him as Scrappy Doo. Aye, right, that's it. Bingo. That's what I was thinking straight away. And then I went on the online and I looked at it and somebody else said it. I was like, that's the same thing I was thinking. It happened another time than I, but I can't remember what it was for. It's a shame because he's, he's wasted. He should have just... Ah, I don't know. I don't think he should have been uh, hooked up with those two. Right, um, next match. This is The crowd is wild for this one. Um, Austin Fury, if you against Pat McAfee. Pat had the Seven Nation Army entrance. It was well done. And yeah, I mean, that's fun. I, Vince McMahon was in Austin mm. Fee's corner. Oh, this was a fantastic match. It was really well done. Xander, I'll come to you first. What did you think of this one? Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think it was a, a lot of fun. Um, everyone knows Austin Fee can go. You know, he's a, he's a total windy darling. Like, he, he, he's going to excite everybody when he's in the ring. Pam McAfee, obviously, former footballer. He's only actually a, a, a punter as well. He didn't actually do any of the, you know, quote-unquote series stuff in NFL. Uh, he really just came on and kicked the ball. Uh, but it been one of my favourites ever. Uh, actually, that sounds like a job, eh? That sounds like a great job. Just coming on, punt the ball and back <laughs> off. Get, get the wage. <laughs> it, it's one of my favourite tweets ever. Where I think it was like two or three Super Bowls ago. Um, where the Super Bowl only had like pun kicks as points, no one is actually getting any touchdowns. Everyone's all tweeting, "Oh, this is boring, this sucks." And then Pat McAfee just tweets, "Oh, this is porn." So Pat McAfee's great. I mean, we, we spoke about it earlier when um, he jumps up every time when Rick Boogs is playing the guitar, and uh, oh, he was awesome when he started the NXT. Like McAfee's really entertaining. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so having him in a match with Fury was is really good, and you know having Vince in your corner as well, it kind of adds to that a bit because you're kind of like because you know it adds to the storyline with Fury as well. And of course, we'll talk about what happens after that in a bit. But the match with uh, McAfee and Fury, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Ian, you go, my, yeah. My favorite bit was um, obviously the match kind of heated up when McAfee went up up top. Yeah. Um, obviously with Fury lying on the on the canvas and he went for a swan Tom bomb and Fury managed to move it the road so obviously missed it and then there is the bit where obviously Fury's up top um, and basically he, they're both up top and uh, Fury pushes McAfee off and McAfee does like a backflip over and lands perfectly on his feet which obviously oh, Fury's like well how do they do that and then McAfee just jumps leaps from the canvas right up to the top rope and then hits a big massive superplex and Beautiful and yeah, it was, it was a really good match. I loved it. And who did he win again? Aye, it was a it was a brilliant match. And um, McAfee is good. Yeah, obviously the the video package did build him up. That he's been a wrestling fan for his year. Like he always wanted to do it after his um after his NFL career. And he did go into training like back in 2019 or something like that, 2017. But yeah, he's brilliant, and I'd like to see him again. Craig, what yeah. about yourself in this one? Superb. Just exactly what you want from a... Uh, OK, you're going to class McAfee as a non-wrestler because he's had only two matches prior, but even his his war game stuff and um, his match with the Shrinking Coal um, were, were pretty good. Austin Theory, there's, there's money there. Um, I'm looking... Like I said, there was no mid-card... Uh, mid- mid-card title matches um, on the card. I'd like to see him get a, a good run with the, the US. I mean, the US, if he's on Raw, the IC, if he's on SmackDown, but really solidify himself with a mid-card belt for a year and then um, and then watch him fly out. I had to watch this one back. I did a, a long Sunday um, after mm. a, a late night and um, I woke up and... Um, there was some glass smashing, but um Yeah, but we'll, we'll come to that because obviously Pat wins the match, um and then for some reason he just starts I think it's he insinuates he's the one that starts trash talking to Vince and pointing at him and then Vince gets a stupid look in his face and <clears> starts <throat> taking his clothes off and ugh it's just classic Vince McMahon and yeah, he's about 10, 15 years past getting in the ring, but it was what it was. An impromptu match, it lasted about three and a half minutes, Craig, and yeah, Vince just wins for some reason. Yeah, we've had a melt, another Meltzer breakdown in between that. Yeah. Claimed attendance, 78,453 attendance. Check WrestleTix for real number paid. <laughs> well that. It's so bad. So and then uh, uh, criticise it, Seamus match it was right there um, tickets bought is usually 13 to 21,000 lower than announced WWE's corporate documents will have that in a few months fuck's sake and honest to god he's so I don't know so pedantic it's just bad yeah and then he, he goes on talking about um, yeah Vince McMahon fighting Pat McAfee punting a football into his I don't know. So yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, that can that can be quite a sore one, by the way. This um, Pat McAfee said on the on his podcast yesterday, it can quite a sore getting like a close close punt to the body. Like, that can be quite a sore one. Yeah, I can, I can break a rib. So that's basically that's what finished it. Uh, Vince 
One there was clean. one bit in this. There was one bit in this match. I love the commentary where um, Michael Cole was like, uh, "He's like, oh, it's, Vince is looking great." And we went to Saxton. He, he's looking better than you, Saxton. And he goes, and it's obviously Saxton." He goes, um, "Yeah," because <laughs> obviously he <laughs> doesn't want to don't want upset the boss. <laughs> and that's what it is. It's brilliant. But he did look fucking. I want to look like him when um, I'm older. I'm well, six. I want to look like Vince. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He looked okay. I mean, he, body-wise, he looked fine. His face is starting to... He's Aye, like chin's going away. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically, they start battering him after the bell, and then, as Craig says, another unexpected appearance, Xander for Stone Cold. Yeah, no, this was, this was yeah, really surprising. I don't think anyone was really talking about, yep, we're definitely going to get Stone Cold as well tonight, as, as, as other stuff. Like, it was actually... Um, it was, a lot, it was a lot of fun seeing him coming out again, and obviously this is what I actually expected he'd do with Kevin Owens, really, which is just, you know, get the beers all in and then, you know, have the, the ring just fill with beer, basically, and uh, stun everybody around. Obviously, classic Vince has to take the worst stunner of all time, uh, and he stuns Pat McAfee, who, by the way, I thought took that very, very well. I think that's a yes, great sell. Uh, and of course, he has the, <laughs> he's lying <laughs> in, the, in the ring drinking the beer. He's, he's just, he's so entertaining. Um, I, I love that why he's, he's lying outside out cold and he's sitting drinking it at the same time. That was <laughs> Austin, Austin did chuck the, the can at him. Like, yeah. he, was, he flung it under the bottom rope or the, through the middle rope and chucked it at him and then he like, grabbed it. Uh, what, it was brilliant. What about Austin Theory selling the stunner? That was up there with Scott Hall. <laughs> on the yes. rock. Oh, it was excellent. I mean, that's the Scott Hall one and the rock, both of them just take it so well. But yeah, even the night before, Byron was outstanding as well and so was this. Austin Fury, but we'll talk about one of the worst ones in history, Ian. Uh, Vince taking that stunner. What the hell went wrong? Well, he kicked him in the nuts and he fell backwards. He was obviously still taking a drink of his beer. He got a bit, uh, kind of, he should have been expecting it. He fell backwards, <laughs> then tried to, but I think, he was, I think he was basically just trying to do a sandbag him to try and stop it. Yeah. That man. I, I guess what he's doing is okay, but we're talking about a guy that took that stunner every week in the late 90s. So what are you doing now? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to get taken in a seventy-six when you're seventy-six, man? Uh, but also, I love the bit where also Austin, uh, McMahon and McMahon and Fury are celebrating the ring. He's raising his hand, and then Fury's music hits. Yes, and he thinks it's Austin's, and he looks. He kind of like he's like, whoa, and then he realizes, oh, it's hanging. And then eventually, as they're celebrating, they put hands up again. Then the music hits, and he kind of goes, you kind of tell it was coming, but I, I loved it for what it was. It was brilliant, and it was good to the. Also, the the people in the crowd got to see Austin, and they got to see Undertaker as well when he comes back out for the for his wee introduction when they were doing a thing for the Hall of Fame. It was just him. Yeah, yeah, that was, was that perfect. Was, that was pretty well done as well. That they gave Taker his his, his two wee, wee final bows, and as what he said at the Hall of Fame, never say never. And that's kind yeah. of that's when, it, but he's going to come back. They will. They'll have one more somewhere. So when McAfee to, did get in the ring to celebrate again with obviously getting the beers with Stone Cold, I was like. I, Surely, surely Stone Cold's not going to stun on him. Surely. And then he does it. It was definitely it was a good good wee match. And it was, it was, good laugh. Uh, it was a good segment. I wouldn't say match. Yeah. Vince, obviously, three minutes it went, but the, the one before it with Pat. What did, did, uh, did had Dave Meltzer have anything to say about Vince's stunner, Craig? Oh, yep. Oh, did you see the Mick Foley, Mick Foley video? Yeah. All <laughs> in the house, just yeah. and statues at it. Uh, what was it? What did we have? McAfee cradled Theory out of the ATL. Crowd was more into this than any match in the show. McAfee was great. Theory played the role well. 
Vince McMahon pinned McAfee after punting a football into his side after Theory crossed him on the post. And then it ended with Austin giving Vince a stunner. It was the worst stunner in history. So bad, Austin started laughing. Austin and McAfee celebrated after. To be fair, it's probably better than when he took in 97. Um, and if I'm going to be shaking, the first ever one. Yeah. And then um, Austin gave McAfee a stunner afterwards. That was a lot better. Oh, five stars <laughs> that stunner, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I think Dave kind of summed it up. And that's really it until the main event that comes up next. Lesnar against Reigns. I think it's kind of what we all expected. It was going to be power move after power move. Just two big guys going at it. Hell for leather. And I think I'll start again uh, with you, Xander. I think everyone expected Roman to win because this is a long-term plan with him is they want him to be the face of the company for the next few years. And by the time WrestleMania comes around next year, this will be nearly, what, the three full years as champion, near enough? Um, yep, right about that. It'll be three years as Universal and it'll and be a year as WWE unless yep. they do some stupid with that belt now that they like combine it. They did have... It, it looked like, I think, it, it was sort of like leaked um a couple of months ago like they had this like sort of huge image uh like had a huge like podium going around yeah. of, like, what looked like a new wwe title they were going nah. to show off i don't know what's happened to that i don't know if, if they just scrapped that or whatever but um but yeah it, it definitely looks like we're going to just have this god mode roman reigns that he's sort of in now um kind of still saying as a tribal chief but sort of moving into that storyline now um reigns and lesnar like we we, we have seen it probably more times than uh, we we we'd care to like, but yeah. it's it's still obviously a fun match. Like Le- Lesnar's been so so good in this recent run. He's been so so fun to watch, and and so is Reigns. Like they they somehow freshen this stuff up uh, every time they face each other, even though it's like the eighth time that they've been at it. See me just freshen up a bit, even though again getting it in a match, it is just the same match of like five spears and you know four f fives, and then eventually one of them is the finisher. So um, it's it, it's very interesting to see two of the top guys and the business being forced to go at each other all the time and then constantly changing up the the approach to their matches and then you always have those sort of like mid-card to lower-card guys always complaining about this stuff where it's kind of like, these guys are at the top for the reason here. They're at the top for a reason. Uh, so, yeah, that, that, it was a good good main event from these two guys. I mean, they put in a good one at day one, I thought, and another good one here. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, 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 was, it, was, it was really, really fun. Yeah, and Craig, what about yourself? This one, it's what we expected, just the two powerhouses going at it. And yeah, as we expected, Roman to, to win. And, and he'll no doubt go on now for another good few months as champion. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think we are getting the bit. I think this version of Brock has been absolutely fantastic. Um, he seems to have really enjoyed it. You'd like, you'd probably think he's going to take a little bit of post mania time off. Yeah, that's how my way back to the club. Is Lesnar, is. Um, Roman's going to be there week in, week out, so it makes sense that he wins. Um, and yeah, it's probably like we said about the Edge AJ match, you don't need to be 25 minutes to have a good match. Um, they managed to get all their stuff in. Um, the only negative is probably that they, they captured the replay, but it was when um, Reigns was in the Kimura and Heyman actually pushes the rope closer mm-hmm. yeah. to. Um, to Reigns, so Reigns can grab it and break the Kimura, and it's yeah. it's it's becoming a, a bigger error in wrestling in general. I mean, we've seen it in AEW a couple of times with um, Wardlow, MJF, and Punk. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. the whole diamond uh, diamond ring thing, which we won't go there. But you know, if that was supposed to be a big part of you know the whole getting broken to then lead to the the finish, maybe should have made a bigger deal of it before the three count. Yeah, uh, but no, apart from that, good. Really good WrestleMania overall, um, and looking forward to where we are going into the summer. Yeah, I was quite disappointed. I was my hopes were built up that it was going to be Reigns winning, then The Rock coming out for the face-off to set up next year. Plenty of time for that to happen. Whether it does or not, I don't know. Night two, um, I'll give it a rating. I'll probably go with maybe a, a six point five out of ten. Um, I, I wasn't too keen on it overall. Then night two, Xander, what about you? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna I, I'm probably gonna rate this one a bit higher because um, yeah. I, I, I felt like night two was just a lot of fun for me. So I'm probably gonna go with a eight and a half, nine out of ten. Right. Uh, you know, it, it, funnily enough, when you include um, you include the Sheamus and Rich Holland versus New Day and then Vince and Pat McAfee, it's actually a longer card. This one, despite the fact those two matches together aren't even five minutes. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say about eight and a half or nine out of ten. Just yeah. And for WrestleMania as a whole, for night one and night two, yeah, probably a eight, eight out of ten. It was a really, really good night. Um, I said eight point five for the two nights, so I'll go for that still. Um, yeah, just really good. Probably my normal ratings are in seven, so an eight eight point five is like pretty decent. So I enjoyed it for both nights. Probably my favourite WrestleMania. Uh, probably about since maybe thirty one. Okay. I obviously was at 35, but I, I didn't really enjoy it as much. Um, maybe because I was there, I probably yeah. more enjoyed it more if I was in the house um, watching it. Um, but yeah, 30, 31 was a good WrestleMania, but that's probably the best since then, or like that, or 30. Cool. Yeah, really Craig, what about yourself? I'm going I'm to stick with a nine as well. I mean, mm-hmm. there's nothing that, there's nothing on night two with the exception of the that bit of the women's tag and Edge and Styles are a good match. It's just a wee bitty too long, and then Holland. So you've got that little bit of the lull. But the, before that, the the opening tag match great. The um, lastly almost for what it was, I enjoyed. Um, Knoxville Zane doing an AEW tribute match was fantastic. Yeah, I like that one. The surprise of um, Austin coming back on the second night and and the main event is is what it is. Um and yeah, it's. I'd say to compare the main events to main events, I preferred um Austin against Owens. Um, so I'd, I'd probably give this one an eight and give it an overall eight point five. But I'm with you. I think this is one of the best WrestleManias we've had since thirty one, or, or well, I enjoyed thirty two as well. But oh, I hated thirty two. Yeah, I hated thirty two. Really bad. Mm. The only good thing about 32 was the induction of the the start, start of the women's uh, Raw Women's Championship instead of the Divas the Divas Championship went goodbye and that was the best part about that. Was, was and that, the ladder was match was, the, uh, I was I was I was gonna I was gonna say was 32 that really good ladder match as well for the IC yeah. That was a lot of fun. That was Zack Ryder won it and they won it. He got it. We lost it the next game night. Think than this. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. I just, right. right. So, right. on you go. No, I just like the legend segments at thirty two, you know, the Austin Foley, Mike oh, yeah. Under Undertaker Rock. Um Rockwee's big um, gun with the with the flames. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and and a triple H entrance. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
Oh yeah, absolutely, and it's um, kind of crazy that I, that more people watched this match on Raw rather than at standard level, which kind of sucks. But um, it, it, it is what it is with NXT 2.0. Yeah, he needs out of there relatively quickly, um, especially the the way that they're moving forward um, with, with NXT. He really should be coming up to to Raw or SmackDown, uh, getting a good year or two run um, in that sort of a mid card scene, and then maybe. Maybe dethroning Reigns, maybe he'll be the one to do it. I'm not too sure yet. Um, plenty of time to think about that one. But but yeah, um, Broadbreaker is absolutely ready to come up. I mean, he, he also inducted his uh, his uncle, um, the other night as well. So it, it it's not like he's um going to be shy to that sort of main audience there or even a nostalgia audience or whatever. He, he's now going to cement his his name a bit there and then sort of be rolled into that WWE machine as they like to call it. So, um. Yeah, he's he's absolutely ready. Um, I feel as though the over two million number was because of uh, a certain man finally debuted after all yeah, the yeah. talk. Yeah, Via finally yeah. came. Oh, well, I was well. In fact, we had two debuts, didn't we? I'll come to you, uh, Ian. In fact, Xander, you can finish off talking about Via. Yeah, he came all over the place at last. Yep, he came all over the place. He came on. Are you talking about that? Look at that post. Um, it was it was brilliant. It was it was fantastic. I don't think he had any more come left in him. Uh, <laughs> after he's finished, but no, I, I'm actually I'm actually so excited for this because it, it's so stupid. Because for weeks we, we were all thinking like this isn't going to happen, now, is it? They're going to push this for weeks and it's just going to get scrapped and they're going to try and make us just forget about Via. But they finally finally done it uh, and just you know what, strap the rock on him, beat beat Reigns next week. I don't even care now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was debut number one, and then well, well Ian, I'll come to you for this one. This is debut sort of me debut number two. Kevin Owens is in the ring um, to talk about WrestleMania and what went down. And then what appears to be Elias comes out. Um, yeah. But it turns out he's his brother, Ezekiel. Yeah, it is funny. And it's like um, Kevin Owens going, you, you're Elias. He's like, I'm not Elias. I'm telling you, I'm not Elias. I'm his <laughs> younger brother, Ezekiel. Come on. And he's trying to get over and the crowd are just in stitches. This guy, I'm waiting to see. I like, look forward to see what this happen, what happens with this, but... Obviously, it's Elias with a shaved, no, no facial hair, um, like peach trunks and peach boots on. Yeah, just looking like looking like a eighties, eighties on eighties, early eighties wrestler. Yeah, it's going to be good. I think they should have some comedy stuff in the back where he's caught shaving because the growth's coming in and stuff like that. The way to do stuff like uh, that where he's why does a sh- why does a bearded guy need to shave his beard a bit? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Why does a guy with no beard need to shave his beard a bit? <laughs> That's what they need to do. They do need to go down that sort of route, and then eventually he'll just come clean and ugh, it's got a bit of potential about it. And that's sometimes it's needed on the main roster. On his Twitter, he had posted saying, "Obviously, um, since Elias has gone." Um, and he's obviously his younger brother. I'll be taking over his Twitter, his Twitter account for him. And I went, I went to him, uh, I went to him for another podcast account. I went, um, um, would you be up for an interview? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was, it would be an honour to have you. It would be an honour to have Elias, his younger brother. <laughs> right. Um, what else have we still got in Raw? What We've else got, we've got, um, got the tease of um, Liv and... So we did this. Well, so apparently she's going to Edge's group. With the so bench. to go through this, right? Sasha Banks versus Na- Sasha Banks and Naomi versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan in a in a contenders match to call it. Eh? Yes. Rhea Rhea Ripley and Liv lose via pinfall. 
And then obviously as Liv's sitting on the like, under the canvas in the ring, Rhea just walks away. And then at the end of the night, we get a video package. Like, it's like kind of like promoting next week's show. And they've got tag team women's championship match between Sasha Banks and Naomi versus Rhea and Liv, even though they got to beat. But who books that? Who goes like, we're going to give them a championship shot next week, even though they're going to beat? Oh, I just, I was, that was my only problem with that. Obviously, it was a really bad raw, to be honest. It was yeah, it was very it was, underwhelming. Uh, it closed out with, with Roman Reigns just basically with an advertisement for everybody to watch SmackDown. So, yeah. ugh, I don't know. I think I think what they'll do is Drew will come back into the title picture there for a few months. Um, that's what's going to happen. On, well, let, on. Let's not forget our borderline live sex show between Corey and Carmella. Oh, oh uh, I mean, was- come on. He's he's getting married next week, I think, because Jerry the King Lawler's coming back to to Raw to do a commentary. Uh, so, um, oh, I wonder what the like Jerry King Lawler done. <laughs> so it happened. Also, like, Zelina, I was Zelina and Carmella came out, and they were supposed to be on a tag team match, but then they had a bit where like um, Zelina got the right. Does Zelina got the mic and said that it was Carmella's fault? Mm-hmm. Or was it the other way around? Um, obviously, one of them said that it was your fault. So that's when they started hitting each other. And all, I was Zelina was hitting on kind of like hitting on Corey saying obviously I don't know why he went me but he's pretty handsome or something like that and then obviously Carmella's and just just struck goes across to Corey sits in his lap she's kind of like making sure he's all right and then they just starts like getting snogging each other like really bad. No, oh, <laughs> I mean they've got a YouTube show as well and it's just uh, it's bad. It's horrific. It's something that should be on I, NXT two uh, I've, I've watched the first two episodes and oh, <laughs> they, should, yeah, they should just they should just send them to NXT 2.0 because there's loads of uh, um, couples and that in there that. Ah, oh, damn! Some of the stuff that goes on in that show is even worse. I know it's I don't know. No, not that I've watched it in years. Um, not watched it since. It's since like it a was... fucked up version of Saved by the Bell. Any of the parts <laughs> I've watched about Braun Breaker or Ziggler in it. Yeah. They're the best parts. Then there was obviously Bianca coming out. She had sunglasses on, takes the sunglasses oh, off, and you can see the big eye. massive eye. And at first, I was like, oh my God, she's she's got to tell us she's going to relinquish the title because of the eye injury. Because it could be like, but they could just give her a Cal McGregor and give her a wee, wee white mask or something yeah. like that. But uh, she'll probably <laughs> know her defence for a few weeks and uh, keep her on telly anyway. Again, this was another bloody dinner theatre program. Yeah. Have a. Have a stick person. As long as it's not that horrible little Kevin Patrick. What do you oh, mean, like, yeah, the lights go out? Like, kind of like a spotlight? Yeah. Like, kind of like, it's like we light dim, dim, dim light and stuff like uh, that. I, I, don't mind, I don't mind one or two people doing it. I mean, when Edge was doing it, it, it was really cool because it was just him doing it. But when everyone's doing it because everyone just wants something to say, it's kind of like, it's yeah. kind of, you're kind of milking something that's quite fun for Raw. Or especially, you know, a fun five minute YouTube video. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So was there not like three of those three of those promos in one in one episode? We had the uh, Bel Air, Cody, and Edge. Yeah, and then yeah. the drains at the end, which was kind of really just. Uh, you know, when this is where you're missing a, a Mean Gene. You know, yeah. you imagine that NWO promo without Mean Gene in the ring. Yeah, exactly. You're right. You're yeah, right. that NWO promo with a spotlight on them. Yeah, it's just not going to work, is it? No. <laughs> right. So there's another bit where obviously Lashley and MVP come out. Oh yeah, yeah that's a good question. Lashley and MVP come out, and then almost comes out angry. I guess looks like it's going to be he's under MVP's wing now. So I was actually thinking that before MVP turned, 
it's like, well, we must need someone to talk for them. Yeah. I think I, they could get a wee group out of them if they get the hot business back with them. That would be decent. But the other one they cocked up last um, in the last couple of weeks was almost going over um, Cruz and Commander Aziz. Yeah. You've got three people of Nigerian heritage. Yes. You know, it's like, have a tag team with Nicky Cross and Dewdrop. You know, it's just, you know, natural. It's, it's like the Ranger squad. We've got a, <laughs> we've got a free, we've got three Nigerians. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, uh, still not re- I'm still not ready to discuss that. No, no. I know. <laughs> right. I think we'll call it quite there tonight, Charles, because that's nearly a good hour and a half. We've got talking WrestleMania yep. and Raw and Hall of Fame and, yeah, I mean, it's been an enjoyable weekend of wrestling. Um, I think we all sort of safely assumed night one was probably our, our favourite, although night two is certainly rather close with certain matches as well. But yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting few months um, how they go forward, especially with Cody being back. Are they going to take it easy with him or are they going to hot shot him straight into the title picture? So yeah, um, yeah, all I can do is just thank you all for coming on. I'll start with you, Ian. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very much. I can get back to my normal sleeping pattern now. Yeah, I'll be hitting the hay soon as well. Xander? <laughs> Thanks for having me on, mate. Yeah, it was um, good Good two nights of wrestling to watch that, I, I thought, and it was nice to talk about it. Um, probably be back around end of May time for Double or Nothing, perhaps. But yeah, uh, good, good, good two nights of wrestling now that we spoke about. Yeah, it was, it was. And hopefully this is a start of a t- corner turning for WWE in our programming because I know that uh, we're not really watching it as avidly as we did in the past because... Basically, the storylines were pretty shit recently. Right, yeah, that's going off on another tangent. Right, Craig, thanks for coming on as ever. We'll get no you back problem. on again next week, as we always do. Um, Craig, eh, Craig will be back. Kev will be back as well at some point. Um, and we'll hopefully be getting like, a few more watch-along shows um, out eh, for update as well. So, so thanks. Suppose we should let Ian give a shameless plug as we've kicked yes. off. Yes, oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, if you want um, to leave your Twitter handle and your pod uh, handle, yeah. where, where can we listen to you? Well, you can find me on, me on Twitter at Milney1989. That's M I L N E Y 1989. You can also find my podcast, which is on Twitter at, at the UW podcast. On there, you'll get, if you follow us on there, you'll get the links for the for each podcast as they come out and stuff like that. And we can find us on YouTube and, not YouTube, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It's basically the Undisputed Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No problem. We'll link that in on the show description yeah. as well when we when we put it out. I think we're going to be going live later in the week there. So yeah. we'll record it on Tuesday the fifth of April. So yeah, we should be out by the end of the week. Yeah. Um yep. Yeah, so thanks everybody for joining us. Thanks for listening and we'll speak to you next time. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Hello. was a Quite the Thing media production.